0: This is Trek FM. Hailing frequencies open, this is your Trek FM hyperchannel for Tuesday, February 17th, 2015. I'm Christopher Jones and I have one story for you today. PropWorks auction puts screen-used props within your reach. PropWorks, the auction company helmed by Axenar executive producer Alec Peters, has announced an upcoming auction of screen-used Star Trek items. From extreme rarities like one of only two screen-used fiberglass phasers from the original series known to exist, to fashion for your head in the form of Guinan's hats, there's a wide range of tempting treats to be had. And if you're looking for a way to impress the ladies, and who isn't given that Valentine's Day is around us, Wesley Crusher's Technicolor sweater is even up for bid. I'm wondering if maybe Ashley Judd will be there trying to get that for herself. Nah, he was out of that by the time Leffler was on the Enterprise. Otherwise, I don't think things would have gone so well for Wesley during the game. Well, there are a lot of items up for auction, and I went through to check out and see what looked interesting to me. These are not necessarily the most expensive items, and they're not the least expensive items either, but I thought that they seemed unique. And the first one that caught my eye was the dome section from Deep Space Station K7, as seen in the DS9 episode Trials and Tribulations. So it's just the top of K7, and it has the big K7 painted on the side. And that one really looked interesting. I'm, you know, usually when you have something like that, you have the whole model, but this is just the top. So if you put it on a shelf, it would be rather interesting. Another thing from DS9, this is a ship that I personally really love, the Jem'Hadar Fighters. Of course, the model itself doesn't have quite the impact of what you saw on screen, but it's also fascinating to see these models and to know what they did with them to capture the, you know, create the effect of what you see in the episode. Uh, You know, one thing that they did on, I think it's DS9, in some cases where they have a lot of Klingon ships, Those are actually Hallmark ornaments that they used in the background. Now, that's not what's up for auction here. Of course, these are models made for, you know, shooting there. But when they needed to fill in scenes, you would never know that they were using Hallmark models in some of those. So, you know, seeing these, you know, larger size ones, which were really made for uh, the, the shots that they needed of Jim Hadar fighters. Very fascinating. Now, if you are a TNG fan, there are a number of things here that will interest you. One of the more unique ones is Captain Picard's white tuxedo from the holodeck scene in First Contact, where he goes in to look for the Borg and to get the transponder. And he he's going into the big goodbye, and he's all dressed up in the white tux with Lily. That's up for auction. Now, if you're a Dr. Crusher fan... Dr. Crusher's blue uniform, complete with the blue lab coat, is available. And I kind of suspect that my co-host on the orb, Matthew Rushing, is going to be trying to get his hands on this because he sure does love him some Crusher. Now, if you do get that, you're going to need to be able to scan people to find out if there's anything wrong with them. So you'll probably want to put in a bid for the TNG Mark VII medical tricorder. If you're a Klingon fan... They have the Klingon Mevvak Ritual Knife, as seen in DS9. And also for DS9 fans, Latinum. You can get lots of Latinum for a price way lower than what Quark would have charged you for it. They have single pieces of Latinum, bars of Latinum, also a DS9 Latinum set. Now here's another thing that, if I got this, I would be tempted to actually use it here in the studio. This is Avery Brooks's Director's Chair. That would be a cool item to have. It's got the actual DS9 logo there on the back of the chair. And also, if you like scripts, they have various TNG and DS9 production scripts. Now, the highlight item of the event, in terms of how much money it's expected to fetch, is the phaser that I mentioned in my opening there about this story. This is one of only two fiberglass phasers that were used on screen that are known to exist. And this particular one got a close-up in Assignment Earth. It was being used by a security officer. And interestingly, there's a scratch on the phaser. And that's how they were able to confirm that it is indeed the phaser that is used in that episode. And it's expected to sell for $60,000. You can already put in preliminary bids for this auction. And... The bidding for this item started at $40,000, and there are already bids on it. So it's going to sell for at least forty, dollars and they're expecting sixty. dollars You know, that's a real rarity. And the fact that, you know, this phaser has been around now for 49 years, it's the fact that it still exists and someone still has their hands on it is impressive, and it's in good shape, and if you are a TOS fan and you have the money, To build up a collection of stuff like this, well, that is quite a catch. Now, me personally, no way I'm bidding on that, but there are those out there who will. So if you want to bid, you can put in preliminary bids on the various items. And this is going to take place on liveauctioneers.com. So that's L-I-V-E-A-U-C-T-I-O-N-E-E-R-S.com. And the actual event takes place on February 21st. So that's Saturday after, well, this episode is going to drop on Tuesday. So this coming Saturday will be the auction at 12 p.m. Pacific time. But as I said, you can go there right now and you can actually bid on the items. And they've got the prices up there. And there are some items, you know, in the $100 range. And then some of these go way up into the thousands. And of course, there's this phaser, which is going to fetch quite a lot. So go check it out and tell us what you think about props. I would love to know what props from Star Trek, whether they're available in this particular prop works auction or not, what props from Star Trek would you most like to put on your shelves? You can let me know in the Babel Conference over on Facebook. That's our closed listeners group. Just go to Facebook and type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field, and that will take you over to the group. Or on our website, you can click Discussion up on the menu bar. That will take you there as well. It is a closed group, so you need to click Join if you're not yet a member, and I'll let you right on in. We have hundreds of members over there. We have great discussions every single day, and that really is the best place to chat about the stories that we talk about here, not only with me, but with other listeners as well. I check in as often as I can. And But other listeners are always there, ready to talk about anything Star Trek and have great discussions with you. Again, that's February 21st at 12 p.m. Pacific, liveauctioneers.com. Now, before I let you go, I have a quick network update for you. Some shows that have dropped since the last time I was here with you on Hyper Channel include Mission Log, where John and Ken are talking about elementary Dear data. On Warp 5... They have a Valentine to Crewman Cutler. So if you want to know what Norm, Will, and Tommy think about Crewman Cutler, join them there. I'm really, really jealous. Uh, I mentioned Leffler already in the story today. Everyone who listens to the network and uh, certainly the Ready Room, anyway, knows how much I love Ensign Leffler. Well, on Enterprise, Crewman Cutler is my Leffler. I really love Crewman Cutler, and it's so sad that Kelly Wehmeyer, the actress who played Cutler, passed away, and that's why the character was no longer on the show. But uh, she's just really, really charming, and I, I wish that I could have joined them on Warp 5 to send my valentine to her as well. So on Commentary Trek stars, Mike, Max, and John are continuing their look at William Shatner, this time talking about free enterprise. And Mike also joined Matthew on the 602 Club to talk about Jupiter Ascending, Finally, on Literary Treks, Matthew and Dan are joined by our friend Una McCormick, the wonderful author, to talk about her new DS9 book, The Missing. You'll find these episodes in your feeds right now if you subscribe to the individual feeds for each show or to the Trek of Film Complete master feed. And of course, you can get them everywhere that you get your podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, SoundCloud, BlackBerry, Windows Phone. We're all over the place, and you can go to our website. You can stream from the webpage. You can download the MP3 file or grab the RSS link. I do recommend if you're streaming our shows, whether it's Hyper Channel here or any of these shows that I mentioned, if you're streaming them and you're not subscribing and you really enjoy the shows and you listen to them often, please consider subscribing to the shows. That really helps us out in iTunes. Subscriptions make a huge difference in how we place in search results. And if you subscribe, that'll help other Star Trek fans find the show. It also gives us a better idea of our listener base and you know who's tuning in. Another thing you can do on iTunes while you're there to help us out is to leave a star rating and a written review for your favorite shows. That also helps us rise up in the search results. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I'd love to chat with you about today's story. You can find me in the Babel Conference. You can also find me on Twitter where my username is C Brian Jones, a letter C and Brian with a Y. If you want to send me a voicemail, you can go to speakpipe.com slash trekfm. That's the word speak and the word pipe together.com slash trekfm, and you can record a message and upload it to me. And all you need is your computer, your smartphone, or your tablet. Well, thanks for listening today, everyone. I hope you've had a great weekend and I'll see you next time with some more stories. Until then, go watch some Trek.